Hey friends, so today I get to catch up with my friend Jessica Brigio. She is, if you don't know who she is, first off, she has her own podcast called Beauty Inspires Beauty. Uh, she just celebrated her 100th episode, which is such a huge fucking milestone. Oh my god, Jessica, I just got chill bumps. She and I are very spiritual people, and as I'm recording this, I just want you to know that like I have insane chill bumps. Um, so much great shit is happening in her world and we kind of just shoot the shit in this episode bouncing back and forth back and forth both of us have such serious cases of squirrel brain (laughs) it's insane so the conversation is always a lot of fun because it has a lot of dynamic and we wind up just talking about philosophies and beliefs and somehow some way we wind up leaving these nuggets of wisdom and so um i it was really great catching up with her because I originally met her when I was looking for guests for this show here that you're listening to now, Just Women Talking Shit. But uh, I wound up being a guest on her show talking about copywriting and all kinds of writing things that are obviously we need uh, in the online space whenever we're permitting ourselves through our marketing, right? But I wanted to pick her brain and really see how she ticks because Well, last time she was asking me all the questions, and so I thought it'd be really cool to throw her in the hot seat and get to hear all of Jessica's juicy thoughts and nuggets and whatever the fuck you want to call them, but she's just such an intelligent, inspiring woman, and I admire her greatly, and so without further ado, I'm just going to shut the fuck up and let her take over. Here is my friend and this beautiful, beautiful entrepreneurial woman, coach, podcast host like mom pretty much a super fucking hero jessica bergio ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen you're listening to just women talking shit with your host jacqueline cotton jacqueline cotton I'm great. How are you? Awesome. So glad I made it back. Not too late. Sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, Camp wanted to to nurse anyway, so it was like, all right, it's kind of worked out. (laughs) Let's see if I can hide away from him. (laughs) Run, mom, run. (laughs) So what what's going on in your world? We haven't talked in a minute outside of like Instagram. I know. Um, lots of stuff. Saturday, tomorrow, we have the grand opening party of the new space and celebrating the 100th episode that happened last week, week before. So just a good excuse to have a party, you know? Um, and I felt like, you know, there's things where we just like brush things over and we don't, we don't celebrate them. And I, I coach that to my clients. So I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Like throw yourself a fucking party. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't even, first off, this is Jessica's shit. Jessica, how do you how do you pronounce your last name? Bergio? Bergio, yes. Okay. Jessica Bergio, and she has her own podcast. You want to tell them what it is? Yeah, the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. It is for beauty professionals, anybody in the industry looking to level up, get motivated, inspired. It's a kind of no-nonsense podcast, which if you listen to this podcast, you will love because we keep it real as fuck. And um, 
it's just my way of kind of pouring back into the industry that raised me. I've been in the game for 20 years behind the chair for all of it and a salon owner for a couple of years and recently opened another space um, to start to host education and have classes and workshops. And I still am behind the chair two days a week. So that's the backstory with that. And I finally grew a pair and started it in the middle of our shutdown. So I had wanted to do one for a few years. I just didn't have the space, the time, the money, or all the excuses I was making up. So finally, when we were shut down, I'm like, well, you've got the space, you've got the time. So guess you have to do what you say you wanted to do. So here we are now. Uh, we just hit 100 episodes last week, and that's why we're having the party. So badass. It's That's a huge accomplishment. 100 episodes. I mean, but you put you put out what at this point? Two episodes a week? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, I want to get to that point. I'm doing one episode a week right now. That's like my bandwidth. <laughs> so mad props to, to Are people still saying that? I really feel like I shouldn't have just said that. Mad props. Bring it back. Should we bring it back? Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you for making me feel less worse about that word decision. But yeah, a hundred episodes. That's a huge fucking deal. Huge deal. So congratulations. It is. And I didn't realize that because I'm comparing myself because that's what we do as women. Our people, I shouldn't just say women, but mostly women. I feel like we're really hard on ourselves and we want to compare ourselves to everybody's like, you know, 100th step versus like where they started. And I was really getting down on myself, you know, a few months ago when the downloads weren't what I wanted them to be. And I wasn't getting as much traction with it on Instagram and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, maybe I got to turn it up a notch. So I went from one episode to two episodes. I stepped up my game and I was like, if you want this to go anywhere and you want to take it seriously, like, what does that look like? What, what do you have to do in order for that to create change? Right. You can't just expect people to find you. So I'm like, well, content is king right now. So putting out more stuff, good stuff is going to get, you know, more people, more ears on it quicker. So that's what I dedicated myself to doing a couple months ago. And it has grown substantially. You know, we went from just a couple hundred downloads a month to now we're getting almost 2000 a month. So that's huge for me because, you know, I started with zero community, zero followers that knew me as like an educator or, or a podcaster or anything. I was, you know, quote unquote, just a salon owner. And I kind of, my avatar was clients in the chair versus educating to people in our industry and just trying to pour back into the entrepreneurs that are in. Man, so a few things I want to touch base on. One, you said you, you started it like during our shutdowns and stuff, right? Okay. So I was listening to something earlier today. Um, do you listen to Catherine Zinkina at all? Um, oh my gosh, Manifestation Babe? I know that name. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, anyway, it was one of her episodes and they were talking about just, oh my gosh, why do I do this when I'm talking to you? I just had squirrel brain again. Like I can't the fuck were we just talking about jessica adhd sisters get together it's really hard to focus on one thing i can't do it so but it's like specifically worse when i'm talking to you i did this one you're on she interviewed me for her podcast and like in the middle of it i'm like oh what were we talking about? what was the question you were saying the holy shit a podcast and she said something that you liked or because someone else actually brought her up on another interview that I was getting interviewed on, someone asked me the same thing. Do you know Manifestation Babe? Blah, blah, blah. And they asked me something specific about her too. So she must be putting on some good shit right now. Dude, she's so fucking good. She has like completely turned my world around. Um. Anyway, so where I was going with that was it, her guest was talking about, you know, just how we all had the fucking opportunity when the world shut down to really grow as people. Like there were people who were freaking the fuck out. And like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Freaking out, worrying themselves to death. And then there were people who were like, oh shit, there's nothing we can do. 
and we're, we like slowed down and did stuff because my podcast started right at the tail end, you know, at the tail end of you know, like all the shutdowns. And the big thing is the showing up anyway. That's what the second point I wanted to point out was how you were like, well, what in order to get to the next level, like what, what, what does she do? Like, what do I do? And you doubled down like a badass woman and now look at you. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about, because I know you know all about uh, featuring my son, um, about up-leveling. And, you you know, you talk about non-negotiables a lot and just being a, like a, a fierce, badass businesswoman and a mom and like all the things. So when we talk about, you know, kind of from that next level of yourself, can you talk a little bit about that? Because that's what you did. You were you didn't see the numbers, but you knew that in order to get the numbers, you had to fucking act like the woman who already had the numbers. I would love to hear like your, how your brain works that and what comes through for you. Well, I think the beautiful thing is I've followed people like her as well. The manifestation, babe, there are women in my circle in my network that they might not know they're in my network, but they're, they're who I look to for inspiration, motivation, and like what's possible. And you know, watching them go from starting a podcast to having 5 million downloads. Like the other girl that I follow that has a ton, she's getting like 250,000 downloads a month. And I just told you guys I'm getting 2000 a month. So it's like, it's possible. I can see that that's the things to do. How are they showing up every single day? So it's not so much about, you know, I just decided to level up one day or there's some magic sauce or a trick that I'm doing. That's any different than something anybody listening could be doing. The difference is you have to get really clear on what it is that you want in order to have the confidence to do the things. Because if you don't feel confident, you're not going to show up and do them. Or you might show up and do them, but you're probably going to like half-ass do them and just like toe dip into there and just like sort of dabble with it. And that's what a lot of people do when they start podcasts or YouTube channels, or they maybe want to be an influencer or something on social media. They just kind of do it or they try it on a little bit and they're like, well, that didn't work for me or I'm not good at it. Um, you can be good at anything that you want, but it's consistency. And it's so much easier to be consistent when you have clarity. So like I said, then you'll have the confidence. And so when you start to prove to yourself that you can do things, um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily easier. Like work is work, you know, but if you don't have so much resistance against doing the work, it does become easier. And I think that's where the stupid saying, um, do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. I'm like, I fucking love what I'm doing, but it feels like work every single day. I love being a mom, but, uh, hello. I don't know any moms who would say that doesn't feel like work, even when they're laughing and having a blast with their kid. You know, it's like, I don't know who wrote like somebody, somebody like in a make believe la la fake it till you make it world made up that statement in quote, because I don't feel that at all. Um, I do enjoy my work. And at the end of the day, I'm like grateful that I get to do something that pays me that I love. Um, but yeah, leveling up just looks like it's kind of like that time in your life where maybe things are going okay and you're doing all right. A lot of people are in that place. A lot of people were in that place pre shutdown, right? Pre COVID we were getting by life was all right. Like you weren't like necessarily miserable. You might've even been doing really, really well, according to your standards of success or whatever that looks like. But then we all got like cut off at the knees. Right. And we all got like put, they put baby in the corner. And like you said, some people took that opportunity and they were like, well, shit, a lot of people still were getting paid. So if you weren't an entrepreneur and you had a corporate job, you were still, you still had income coming because they, they, they knew how to take care of that kind of stuff. But for those of us who literally did get cut off at the knees, 
um, we were freaking out for a while and we were like unsure of when we could ever go back. And that those, even a couple days of missed income for people in my industry or any service-based industry were freaking out because many of us work paycheck to paycheck. And that's one of the main reasons why I got into coaching was to empower people to know that they could have a choice. So it's like taking your business seriously, first and foremost, is going to level you up. So if you're, if you have a business, if you're starting a business, you want to start a business, um, you want to start a side hustle, you, you, maybe you're a stay at home mom and you just want to start a podcast to see where it goes. Anything that you don't put a full amount of effort into is never going to get you what you want out of it. So I think again, having that clarity, but the level up part came from, you know, I can either sit here and take a little vacation or I can do something that might change the trajectory of my career, my life, my business, all of it. And I think, I think that little voice inside of me, that's always told me there's more. I just didn't know what it was. Like she was always kind of like a whisper and she'd like told me to try stuff sometimes. And I would try it for a little while. And I'd be like, yeah, I'll go back to the safe. I'm just doing hair. Like, so I'm good at that. And of course my clients were always like, yeah, but, but come, come back over here. You're really good at this. Like you should just stick to what you're good at, like stay in your lane. And, and I, and I started to just believe like, this is as good as it was going to get. Cause it was pretty good. I was making six figures. I had been for a really long time, but I'm sorry in San Diego, making a hundred, $150,000 a year that's not very lucrative. That's not going to get me my beach house. That's not going to get me my nice car. That's not going to get me my second home in Hawaii. It's just not. And maybe you listening, uh, don't want that. And that's totally fine. But I bet you want the ability to, if your dog got sick tomorrow and the vet bill was $10,000, I bet you'd want to be able to pay that. I bet if your mom called and said that she lost her job, that you'd want to make that house payment for her. So it's like so many of my clients would come to me when I first put out the six figure stylist program. And they were like, well, you know, I already make six figures. So that's like, not really my issue, but my issue is da, 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 da. And then we'd start talking about money again. And they'd be like, well, I don't want to be rich. And I'm like, well, what does rich even mean? They're like, I just, I just want enough to like get by and like, you know, have a few nice things. And I'm like, you know, and drive a nice car. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, maybe go on vacation a couple of times a year. They're like, yeah. I'm like, and you know, travel a little bit, do this, that. And they're like, yeah, I'm all, well, bitch, you want to be rich then because you, you need money to do those things. You need money. If like you're shut down in the middle of the year and you can't work, you need money. If like something happens to someone in your family, that's why leveling up to me is now one of my non-negotiables. So long story short, I hope that was helpful. (laughs) You know me, put me on a tangent, girl. Nah, super helpful. But I also, it, it makes me think about this. What is so fucking wrong with wanting to be wealthy? Like when was that ever a good idea. Like, and I, and I know, like, I heard it throughout my entire childhood talking about how, I mean, my parents and my grandparents and, like, the lady down the street and my aunt, and they all talk so much shit about people with money. And I'm like, it makes sense now. It's because they didn't have it. And there's this jealousy and this, I mean, nobody's going to not want money, you know, if it makes your life easier. And I think, what I realized, and this is when I started actually attracting money more into my life, is I realized I don't actually want money. I want security. I want the choice to have choices. I want to not fucking have to tell my little girl or any of my bonus babies or my little boy, no. No, we can't go have that life experience. No, we can't go eat at your favorite place. No, no, no. And I really want to start normalizing that like money. It's okay to want a shit ton of money. And I think the more good, honest, just good-natured and good-hearted, especially spiritual people, 
I think we need to make like th- those are the people who need to be the wealthiest because those are the people that are going to do good too. But I don't know why it became like so. Why can't? Does it make you a bad person? And you're a, if you're a bad person with money, you were a fucking bad person before you had the money. Well, and that's the just thing. my opinion. That's the thing with making more money is if you couldn't keep the little bit of money that you had before, if you didn't take care of that and respect it before, no matter no matter what amount you make in the future, you will figure out how to spend all of that too, and still at the end of the day have nothing to show for it. So I think if the, if there's some triggers coming, if you're listening to this podcast being like, well, fuck, I didn't know this was a money podcast that we're talking about. Money is just the catalyst to freedom of choice, like you said. And at the end of the day, it all comes down to this podcast that I, that I put out costs money to produce. If I want it done the way I want it done, this party I'm throwing for myself costs a lot of money in order to do it the way I want to do it. To me, it's marketing. It's an investment in my future of this business that I have. So you know, having that ability to to do and ex- have these experiences in your life. And like you said, say yes to our children and people around us that might need something, you know, that's the power of, and like you said, people that are in the spiritual realm who are giving, who will, who make the world better by having more definitely should. But I think going back to what you said about our parents, like my mom was similar like that when I was younger or, or my grandparents were very like, frugal with their money. And that's, I was taught you save everything you made. You like, you don't buy nice things. You wear the same clothes every day. You never buy a new couch, like all of the things. And I think what I've learned or what I've like, this is my analysis of it is people that don't have money are confused of how people do have money. They don't know how they got there. They think, oh, they just got lucky or they, they had a good education or they got more handed to them somehow. And that very well may be true in some cases, but we all have the ability, like you said, when we were shut down in COVID to have a decision, what type of life do you want? And what is that going to require for you to do? My grandpa just wanted to go to work, come home and go to church on the weekend. So he was a bus driver. He was fine, but he seemed miserable. So maybe he wasn't fine. I don't know. And my grandma never worked. She never had the ability to work. I think she had to take care of the six kids. She never drove. She never had a life for herself. She died in her early seventies. Like I was like, fuck this place. Like it made me not want any of that simple life. It, it, it didn't seem simple and amazing. It was like simple and like, not, they didn't seem fulfilled at all. And I think experiences and memories and like being able to do stuff is what creates fulfillment and excitement in your life. And you can do that on a budget. You can do that, you know, by not spending millions of dollars, but wouldn't it be great if you could do something for yourself that created that wealth in your life. And and that's where the premise of what I do is to leave something for my son to build some sort of a, you know, legacy, if you will. Um, I never really started out thinking about it like that. Uh, but the more I got passionate about being a bigger representation of myself, like the more I was like, okay, this is going to require so many different levels of me. I'm just going to address it when I get there. So, I mean, I feel like leveling up, it goes back to that same thing. Like we have to reassess every couple of years or every couple of months. Like, what is it that you want? And then figure out how you can uh, show up and be able to do those things. Yeah, because, I mean, your wants and needs change, like, all the time. All the time. You're constantly, surely, I hope, evolving, uh, wanting to become the better version of yourself, you know, week after week, honestly. Um, Man, so many good points. So many good points. I really wish I could come to the party, though. I know. Me too. (laughs) When you sent me that email. I'm like, I know this bitch didn't just invite me to this party knowing I'm all the way in Mississippi. I know. I, I sent <laughs> My assistant sent out all the emails and I was like, just send it to everybody because I feel like it would be really rude to not send it to everybody. And it's so interesting because I have like one girl, two girlfriends that were have been on the podcast 
that live in LA. And so, I mean, I didn't assume they would drive down from LA for like a two, three hour party, but two of them, one's like, Oh, I'm already going to be in San Diego. So I'm like, thank God I did invite her. And then the other one is like her and her boyfriend are driving down from Orange County. So I'm like, how cool is that? Obviously that's the quick, you know, hour or two drive, but I'm like, you can't really not send it to everybody. You never know. Like maybe somebody will want to come to San Diego. Who knows? I better invite everybody or at least say thank you to everybody for being on the show. Yeah, I know for sure. Now I, I would love to be there. I, you guys aren't like streaming any of it, are you? Somebody else said I should do that. And I was like, really? Do you think she's, she's like, why don't you do an IGTV live for a little bit of it? So you can say hi to everybody. I'm like, that sounds fun. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, do that. That way we feel like we're there. Okay. <laughs> I'm all tied down. I got balls and chains and all the balls and chains. I got six of them. I had to count. Oh, yeah, six of them. Um, but it sounds like so much fun. I love that you're, was it all your idea? You're like, I'm throwing myself a fucking party. Yes, yes, it was. And I saw somebody else do it. I think she did it for her 200th episode, which is very amazing. But I bet she wished she would have done it for her 100th episode. Um, And she just inspired me because she is somebody I admire because she celebrates everything in her life. And I don't know how big of these parties are that she does or what she actually, but she makes it seem like it on social media. And I think at the end of the day, like tomorrow could be it. Like this all could be done. I could, you know, something could happen. I couldn't continue on with this. I'm not saying I'm going to die, but just, you know, in the sense of like things having an end date. And if we don't celebrate the little milestones, it's like, what do we have to like live for and check boxes off? You know, it's like, if I eat really well all week, I buy myself a new pair of Lululemons. It's like, you got to have something to get excited about. That's how I, I think I'm someone who like loves my birthday. I love holidays. I love celebrating stuff. So I was like, why should this be any different? This is your shit. Like, don't be humble about it. Be proud of yourself. Cause looking at the stats of how many podcasts are out there and how many people don't get past recording episode number eight, I was like, 100 seems like a big deal. Even though my mentors and people have five, 600 episodes, like I'll get there one day if I keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Shit. You'll get there quick, quickly two a week. That's a shit ton of episodes. I feel like I have to up my game now because I've been toying around the idea too. I'm like, shit, I see Jessica not comparing myself. But I mean, it's inspiring. It really is inspiring. I'm like, all right, I think I could do that. So I, my idea is to have one solo episode each week, which is about, you know, 50, no more than 20 minutes or so. And it's, it's always, and everybody who listens knows this. I'm always like, all right, bitches, I'm in my van again. I'm like riding home and I just record in the van because that's when I, I mean, that's when I have the time, you know? Uh, and it goes back to that non-negotiable, like I will succeed with this that like I will create like a whole community around just women talking shit and my my goal is to like take it on the road I really want to go like city to city and meet some people um but I could it'd be so much fun it'd be so much fun um but (laughs) this is dating myself do you or did you ever watch uh Ricky Lake when she had her show older than you so I for sure did oh my god well that's like whenever I was little I'd watch Ricky Lake and I'm like I want to have a show one day so this was like my version of that and my husband always laughs and he's he's like they're gonna be like Jackie Jackie you know how they go Ricky Channing (laughs) mine was from Regis and Kelly I wanted I wanted a tv show (gasps) oh my god you totally remind me of her now that you mentioned that Oh, I want a desk. I want the lights. I want like a city behind me. I want San Diego, like where it's kind of like a news stuff. Like they're talking about kind of the latest and greatest stuff in the beginning. They're basically just talking shit in the beginning. And then they bring a guest out and they ask them some fun questions. They get to meet famous people and she gets to wear really fucking cute outfits. And I'm sure somebody does her hair and makeup every morning. I'm like, that's what I want. 
And I'm going to put myself out there this way instead of going back to college to become a journalist and then have to go work in Iowa as like, you know, the trash reporter for six years. And then I'll have to go to Vegas to be like the behind the scenes. I I can't do all that. I'd rather do a podcast and hope that someone hires me to do a show eventually one day. I'm just putting that out into the world. It's so funny that you say that because I've been, I've been talking to my husband. I'm like, how do we take this to the next level? Like, I know I have to put in some more time. I have to put in some more episodes, but ultimately, I mean, like this would be a great investment. I'm sorry. Like there's so much you could do with it. You could sell. I mean, it it could be online. It could be in person. You could have apparel. Like there's a whole culture and community that could come out of that. I mean, yeah. You, you got this. You could totally do this. I'm talking about you too. Like there's so much shit to be done. I have apparel and that, and, and that's the thing that came from. So I started networking events before I started the podcast. So when we were still open, when I was just a hairdresser, before I was even a salon owner, I, this is where all this came. So I'll give you a little backstory. I joined a business mastermind when I was about 17 years into my career. I was floating. I was doing good. I was making the most amount of money I'd ever made, which was probably just over 150, 160,000, which is really good. I think for someone in the hair industry as a solo independent, you know, I worked in a salon, but I didn't, you know, I was booth rent. So I wasn't like, they didn't feed me clients. I had my own business and I was like, I've done pretty well for myself, you know? And I just kept thinking like, is this as good as it's going to get? I lived by the beach. Like I was pretty happy but I rented a little apartment. I didn't have the car I wanted. I didn't get to take the trips I wanted. I had to say yes to certain clients. I didn't really want to do because of the money. And I was like, what else is out there? And one of my mentors, Lori Harder, we knew each other from back in the day in fitness. If you don't know Lori Harder, go follow her. She has a podcast called earn your happy and she's awesome. She's just like us. And she loves to just talk shit too. But watching her start her podcast a couple of years before it like really drew me into her. But then her husband was super motivational, but more like direct, like I am more like, you know, like a, and more in his masculine, obviously. And all of a sudden one day he picked up his phone and he was like talking about this high level mastermind that he had. And I was like, man, I wish one day he'd start like one for like entrepreneur, accidental entrepreneurs or people who we don't really know what we're doing, but we want to do more. Like how you're saying, I want to grow this. I want to scale it, but I don't know where to start. I don't know where to invest my money. And Next thing I knew, he was like, I'm starting this mastermind called Fast Foundations. It's for early stage entrepreneurs, actually accidental entrepreneurs. I'm like, oh my God, that's me. And that's everybody. I feel like in the beauty industry or the service-based business industry, or like a creative entrepreneur business, most of us don't set out after school thinking, I want to be an entrepreneur. You might think I want to own my own something. I want to be my own boss. I want to create my own time. But like to be a real entrepreneur, nobody's like, I want all the responsibility. I want to manage a team. I want to like, you know, have to pay for everything myself. Like when you really think about what entrepreneurship is, it is, it is no joke. It is not for the faint. Like you got to be able to like show up for yourself and technically for a team once you start to grow and scale. And, you know, that's when I was like, thank God somebody created this. So I messaged him and and at the time you had to be making 50,000 in your business that you wanted to scale online. And I was like, well, I don't have an online business. I'm a brick and mortar. I make money over here, but I don't, I don't have the credentials over here. And he wrote me back and he's like, listen, I've been in several masterminds over the years. Like I facilitated a ton. All I can say to you is if you want different, you got to be around different. So get in the room with these people who are also investing at this level and see what happens. They could probably help you figure it out. And that's when I really realized what a mastermind was. And I was like, Oh, so you basically just like facilitate this thing where you put a bunch of really awesome people together. And then we all get to hang out and like brainstorm on each other's ideas and like, okay. So I invested like a very scary number that I had never done for myself personally 
for what I didn't know I was going to get. I had no clue what the ROI, what the return on investment was going to be. I was like, well, fuck it. Like worst case scenario, like I eat this and maybe I make some new friends. And that's exactly what happened. But we got sent home and we were told we had to create something when we came back to the next in person. And so I created a networking event for beauty professionals, not a technical class, nothing where we went to go learn like a skill set, just where we got to pour into each other and hang out with each other. Because if you work at this salon and I work at this salon, chances are we're never going to meet. And I'm never going to get to know like how you do what you do, because I've worked here for 10 years and you've worked there for 10 years. We don't like share with each other. We're never going to have the chance to collaborate or connect or whatever. And so the first one took off and we had like 25 people. I hosted this big thing. I had guest speakers. Like it was awesome, but that wasn't what was needed. We just wanted to be together. So the second one was more intimate, more yoga style, more like, you know, talking about what was going on in our businesses, but also personal. And I'm like, I really love this. This is like, I think my thing. And I hosted a third one um, at the beginning of the year in 2020 that was all about like budgeting and your numbers and reverse engineering what your income goal is. And I started to get a little bit more comfortable, like teaching actual teachable stuff, not just like rah, rah, motivating, inspiring. And then we were shut down in March. So the last one I ran was in January and then we were shut in March. And I was like, I still have so much to talk about and say, um, I better start this podcast now. So that's kind of the backstory. And during that podcast, that very mentor, his name is Chris Harder, Lori's husband. Chris also has a podcast. Um, it's called the Chris Harder show. Now he talks a lot about money and he's where I get this like real, like certain vibe around money now, because I've taken his money principles course and like just gone through what my money issues were and, and kind of like d- discover that I'm still not fully like healed from all the shit, but like, I'm definitely in a better place than I was. Um, and he came on the show And after the episode, we stopped recording. I said, man, you should really create like a coaching program for people who have gone through your mastermind um, because I would love to be one of your coaches so I could like give back after that mastermind. I feel like I learned so much. And he's like, well, actually we just implemented those after your last round. We have support coaches. Would you like to be one of them? And I was like, I can't be a coach. I'm not a coach. Like I can't do that. You know, these people are paying a lot of money. Like you should get like a real coach for them. And he's like, Jessica, like, what does that mean? What does it really give to go get a like certification that you're a real coach? He's like, how, what is your scale of accountability for people? One to 10, I'm all 10. He's like, what about strategy? I'm like, I'm probably an eight for helping someone strategize. I'm a little bit of a, you know, sketchy. So maybe an eight. And he was like, I think that's great. Why don't you give it a try? See if you like it. And that's where, that's how I got into coaching. I was handed 25 people who were in the same boat as me just a year and a half ago. And I started coaching and I, I did three or four rounds because it's six months at a time. And I really stepped into what it looked like to help people get clarity around their ideas and to grow it and scale it and like start to take off and build momentum. And it's, I'm so grateful for that opportunity. I'm also so grateful that I took that risk and spent all that money um, because it's paid me dividends to invest in what I didn't even know what a mastermind was. And now I'm like running them and I'm coaching in them. And it's like, you never know what could be possible until you start to put yourself out there and do that, like kind of scare you. But we all know what's like calling us. Like if I was to say to somebody right now, like what's that thing that you're holding yourself back from doing? Where are you playing small? Like what, where is that voice or the boyfriend or the husband or the mom telling you that you shouldn't do that? Cause that's a dumb idea. Or how could you ever think of investing that much money? That's a waste of money or it's this or that. Like no one's going to understand your vision or dream the way you do. And that's okay. Like that's okay. But I promise you, if you get in rooms like this, whether it's with me or with Chris or with anybody who runs programs like this, those people do, they get it and they want to help you because innately people want to help each other. But first of all, the people closest to us want to protect us. And so it comes out in a way that they don't think we can do it. So 
I hope not everybody listening has that actually be their thing. I hope you have supportive people in your life, but if you don't, you can find them. They exist. People that exist that want to support you. They really do. I didn't realize that until I submerged myself in the internet. I was really, I mean, as a kid, so like when dial up, that shit came out. It's like, oh my God, this is so cool. I'd like get on chat rooms and like talk with people around the world. But then it expanded. And so I remember MySpace and then Facebook before you could get into Facebook. But then I got into Facebook and I saw such a different side of me come out because I was very, very um, an outcast as a younger person. And the internet brought out a different side of me because I knew that people didn't really know who I was. And that's whenever I started to find really fucking awesome people like this podcast even has exposed me to such amazing people. Um, so I love that you talked about that because it really is. And if you're listening to this and one, if you feel like you have an issue with money, normally the best way to figure that out is to ask yourself, do I have a problem spending money on myself uh, or spending money on others or spend, or even saving? And if you do, if, if, if you answer yes to those questions, then you have money issues. I didn't realize I had money issues. And once I figured that out, I was able to save, make better investments. Like, things are starting to grow. Um, but the surrounding yourself with those people is what really changes your fucking life. Like, you talk about mastermind. I remember when someone said mastermind. I'm, I had no idea what it was. I was like, what the hell? Like, everybody just, like, putting their brains together? I don't understand. Which, theoretically, they are. Not literally. But it's really cool. It's really cool to expose yourself to different, um, different people. Because even though we don't all have it figured out, a lot of us have some shit figured out that if we just share it with each other, you have, like, these fucking aha moments. And all of a sudden, everything clicks. But if you don't push yourself out of your comfort zone and actually be willing to expose yourself to a different world, like maybe I don't know everything. Maybe what I'm doing right now isn't working. Then you'll never actually be able to to have those moments. 100, 100%. And I always thought actually masterminds were for rich people. I thought it was what rich, only rich people got it together to like figure out how to get more rich. And it, it, it is true. I think that's where and who started this because I think they realized like, okay, you're super smart and I'm super smart. And what if the three of us all got together and shared how super smart we were and we'd be triple smart. And it's like, uh, I can't tell you how many people, myself included, when I went to that first in-person with those 50 people, how undeserving and how I thought I had nothing to contribute to that room in my head. I just kept, and I hadn't thought my, about myself like this before. I thought, I, I mean, I thought I was pretty good in my industry. Like I, like I said, made six figures. I was one of the top earners in my salon. I I, I was, I had hit, I was where I, I had tried to be in my industry, but I thought everybody in this room was some super successful already entrepreneur. And Come to find out when we all had to do the hot seat, like intros, we had to go stand up in front of the whole room. Like we didn't know anybody and say who we were and like what we did. And then we also had to end with what did we need help with? Why were we there? And every single person in that room basically was like, I have a problem asking for help. Um, my thing was like, I don't like to bother people. So I don't want to ask anybody to do anything for me because well, a, I don't want to have to owe them. Right. Cause it feels like if you do something for somebody, then that you owe them. And on um, the second thing, it was like, sometimes we know we need help. But we're not quite sure what we need help with. You know, I want to start a podcast, but I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't even know anyone that has a podcast. I mean, I know people, but I couldn't ask them because they're so successful. They're not going to help me. So that's what what masterminding does or be community or courses or programs where there's other people where you can all talk to each other is that builds your network. 
of people who are playing at that level. You're like, oh, you invested in yourself too? Okay, you're, you're, we're in the same gang. Like it's like you're now affiliated together and your network is truly your net worth because in those rooms, in those, like, say you go to an event, like those, those rooms are the same as like a mastermind, right? You go to an in-person event, you have the opportunity to meet other women. Those are the people that you're one question or one introduction or one person away from getting what you need, whether it's the answer that you were looking for, whether it's your next business bestie, whether it's your next like collaboration for something, whether it's you being able to be on somebody's podcast you've wanted to be on. Maybe it's someone asking you to be a co-host on their podcast, you know, like, there's so many possibilities that happen by having a conversation in those type of settings. It's just so much more appropriate to like talk and ask and share rather than like randomly being in line at Starbucks and like, do you see the lady? You don't know anything about that person. You're like, Hey, so like, do you know anything about podcasting? That's not who you ask, right? She's not going to wear a sign that says, I have a podcast, ask me questions. But when you're in rooms like that, like that person will be like, no, I don't have one, but I know someone who does. Let me direct you. Let me make the intro. So it's really opened my eyes to the power of the ask. And now I unapologetically ask for anything that I need, you know, in hopes that I can one day pay that back, but I don't ever hesitate to ask or get curious about something or get in front of somebody feeling bad. You know, I wanted this one girl who was in my industry. I wanted her on my podcast. And so I joined, she has an online um, community that she charges her Instagram page is like a, like a, she does blonding, like hair blonding. And I was like, well, I don't really want to take the classes because I'm trying to move away from behind the chair right now. I said, but I want to get in her world. So if I sign up for her classes, maybe like I can get in her world. She'll see that I'm like playing. She's only $25 a month. I've watched some of it. Actually, that's how, where I learned to make reels. She taught me how to make a reel. And from there, like I messaged her a little bit on social media and she finally messaged me back and she must've taken a second to look at my page because then she reached out to me and she asked me if I wanted to come on her private pages, IGTV live just the other night. And that live blew up. We had like 40 people watching. I had like so many people messaging me afterwards who are my ideal client because they're all in the beauty industry that were interested in coaching. I had six people book discovery calls with me for potential coaching clients. And now her and I are in collaborations to like have her co-host one episode a week with me on the podcast. So it's fucking crazy. What can happen if you just put yourself out there that had nothing to do with masterminding or networking that particular way I got in her line of sight but I wouldn't have figured out how to do that if I hadn't learned it from other people saying, no, that's how I figured it out. I asked somebody or I paid somebody to give me that information so I could skip the line and go ahead because we can all figure everything out on our own. Everything is figure outable. You, there's Google, there's YouTube, there's like, you know, all the ways. But when someone has done the things that you want to do and they're where you want to be, paying them to help you move the needle faster saves you exponentially stress, time, money, all the things. And we are a world of like, I want it now. I want it yesterday. So if I could pay someone to show me how to make a reel without me having to go through like 72, 17 year olds making YouTube channels, I gladly paid her 125 bucks to teach me how to make one. And now I'm making good reels. So, you know, it's, it's crazy what can happen if you just the power of asking. Yeah, I totally agree. It took me forever to be comfortable with just coming forward and asking questions. Like we're taught, there's no dumb questions when you're younger, but for some reason, I definitely kept my questions to myself. And now as an adult, I like, I feel like I ask so many questions and like, I overly ask, I'm like, wait, wait, okay. So we do this, like we go somewhere with the kids. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So is this how this goes? Or I mean, just, you know, I don't know what a word means at this point. I'm just like, oh, wait, what'd you just say? Like, will you give me the definition of that? Because I, I want to know as much as 
I can learn. And we just don't know it all. Like that's the whole human experience is fucking learning stuff. I mean, just figuring out your journey. I think making the world a better place than, you know, leave it, try your best to leave it better. Um, But uh, some things that you spoke of, what I want to touch base on is just take that inspired action. One, like you found a really creative way to get in front of her. I don't think people take enough inspired action. And that's, that's like when the magic happens, like you don't have to know what's going to happen next or if it's going to work. It's just like that little nudge is what it feels like, like a little, just like there's a hand kind of pushing you or just those little hints. Um, Follow those nudges, man, follow the nudges, take inspired action and then just see what happens. Cause it really is. It's all like it unfolds. It's just like one little puzzle piece at a time or one little, I guess just one little step at a time. You don't know what the hell is at the top of the staircase. And we have like, you have a goal of what you want it to be, but it just the journey is so fucking cool. Um, but it all starts with that inspired action and just trusting that, you know, well, this I'll try this and see what happens next. And then it's so cool how that happened for you. You paid it to be in her world. And then without any, it sounds like real effort. It sounds like it was just meant to be right. like you guys were just meant to be in front of each other. That's so cool. And what's, what's crazy is I'll be really transparent. Like I've done that with several other people and it hasn't worked out like that. So, you know, while you might be listening and saying, Oh, that sounds nice. Like I, 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 totally relate. I've been there where I've heard people tell similar stories of like, Oh, I just showed up. And then now like I work for them or now I'm their partner. Now they ask me to, you know, whatever. There's been other people I've tried to do this with even partnerships that I've taken up with people. And it just hasn't been a right fit. And also acknowledging that I'm still going to keep, you said, I call it a brick. I keep laying the bricks, hoping that I'm going to wake up and the wall is going to be completed. Right. But then I'm going to have to build the other wall and then the other wall. And if I want a mansion, I'm probably going to have to keep building. So it's like you plant the seeds when you plant the seeds, you never know like when they're going to start to grow or when things will blossom, but you know, you're planting seeds in a positive way. That's going to get you to whatever that goal is in your mind. It's going to be so much bigger than you could have ever imagined. So just have faith that, you know, each brick is counting. But if you're not enjoying the journey along the way, it's going to be because every time you get quote there, how I'm celebrating this 100th episode, you're going to still want more. It's never going to be enough in the sense of like accomplishment, especially if you're someone who is like love language for themselves is achievement. Um, That is for me. I'm like, okay, cool. I did that. Now what? Like, but, but six months ago, that was like, I couldn't even figure out how to do that. And now I just got there and I just brushed it under the rug. Like it was nothing, you know, that's I don't know if anyone listening can relate to that. It's like always like next, 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 next goal. We don't sit in them long enough. And again, that's why I'm having that party. Cause I'm like, I want to sit in this for a second. I want to receive, like when I send this little like graphic out to people to invite them, there, there are so many people that can't come like, Oh my God, that's incredible. Jessica. Congratulations. I'm like, I received that. Like I received that. Cause this has been fucking hard work, you know? And when you're sitting in your little podcast room by yourself, no one high fives you when you're done. After you've recorded five episodes in a row, no one's like, great job. You know, I could have called my boyfriend. He asked, how did it go? I'm like, it went really well. And then he's like, cool. What's on, what's, what do we have for dinner? You know, it's like (laughs) anything else. It's, it's become kind of a job, but I love it. And I love the process of it. And so even if you're listening, you don't want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to start to build community. Maybe you want to build up some kind of side hustle. Like how can you show up? Can you post more on social media? Can you show your face on a story? Can you maybe go live on IGTV for just a few minutes, ramble until you figure out what you want to say? Like we can all have whatever we want. Um, And just like you said, being open to, 
I don't know what I don't know. And I'm so excited to find out like all the things I know. Yeah. So excited to find out. I like how you said that my fucking air just came on. I bet it's going to be loud on this recording, but fuck it. Um, something you said in the beginning or a little while ago about, you know, the whole coaching thing. I find it so funny because I have, I have a business coach at the moment. Her name is Jamie Berenger. And she, I, as part of our little trade, um, I mean, I paid her, but I did, <laughs> we did a trade so I could afford her. If that makes any sense. All about networking. Remember, like she, she saw, saw potential in me and I just, I stuck with her and she opened up an opportunity for me. And even though I was like, I don't know if I want to spend this money right now. It was a huge discount and I did it. And now I've like, I've made more than my investment back already. But had I not trusted that little nudge and that opportunity, like, see, this is where I made the switch was, do I want to like that I could be out this money or, Oh my God, I get to spend this money and learn to make more money is the, is the way I thought about it. But her, a piece of her content said this that I edited for her, and then you said it about the whole, what are you waiting on, a certificate? Or, like, like that's what's so cool about deciding that you want to, whatever it is you want to do. Like, you get to make that fucking decision. And, I mean, unless you want to go fucking be a lawyer or a doctor or somewhere where it really matters, like, someone's life or liberty is on the line, you know, like, there's nobody there that needs to tell you that you can go out and teach others and spread love and like, you know, educate them and inspire them. And so I like that you touch base on that and that he saw that in you too. Uh, because she saw that in me. The last time we talked, I told you, I'm just not cut out to be a coach. Well, bitch, turns out I am <laughs> and I'm doing damn good at it too. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But it took someone else. It took, you know, opening up my world and connecting with new people and her being like, nah, bitch, you're just in your own way. You're just on, in your own way. And she saw that. And um, so I just had, had one, give her a shout out. But two, give you a shout out, too, that you took that leap of faith. Because there is nobody there to high five you except for yourself. And when you can get comfortable with that, with being uncomfortable and just figuring it out, that's when the magic happens. Like the same podcast. I literally have one coming up right after you in five minutes. And I'm just like just sitting here thought I was going to drink a beer totally not I'm not feeling it I was like I think I'm gonna need a beer because I'm recording four or five episodes tonight but I, I do it because I love it it's definitely a labor of love and I want to whoever out there is listening just inspire you the way that Jessica inspires everyone that she comes in contact with as well and I know her not I don't we don't know each other like super fucking well it's one of those weird relationships where we don't know each other but I feel like we know each other We've only talked a few, like a couple of times outside of like, you know, some voice messages. But I think we both 100% are comfortable saying that you just need to fucking start. Just start somewhere. Quit with the fucking pity party. Quit thinking you can't do it. Quit making money your issue. Quit with the excuses and just do it. Just do it and figure it out because you can figure it out one step at a time. You don't know how to figure it out. Ask someone. There's no harm in asking and there's no harm in paying someone to teach you either. Like, I, I wish to God I would have known about paying. Or I, I didn't know about the coaching industry until, like, a few years ago. But had I known a lot earlier in my life, I would have gladly paid someone to help me with my problems. To just be like, look, bypass all this shit. I've already been there. I can tell you how to fix that. There, You even said it, and it stuck with me. Uh, what was it? It was either mentors or coaches or cheat codes. Get you one, sis. I think that's what it said. Posted, yep. 
Yeah, they really are. Mentors and 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 coaches are cheat codes because hopefully they know something you don't know and they're going to get you the answer quicker. You know, we all figure things out as we go if you're putting yourself out there. But again, you want to know what's coming so that you can avoid the mistakes and the road bumps before they come, before you make the expensive mistakes of like paying $10,000 for a logo and a website when you really don't need that. Go try to get your first client first. You know, it's like, you don't have to burn the boat. You don't have to quit your corporate job in order to start your side hustle. It's like building a community. You can do that with one hour a week. Like these are the things I love coaching on. These are those like foundational things that it's like, hmm, I'm not really quite sure what I want to do. Let me talk it out with you. So I'm offering anybody a deep dive call. If they want to like book with me, they totally can. I know you're coaching too, and you could probably help them do the exact same thing. So if you're listening, call somebody. <laughs> Yes. Oh, this has been so good. I am going to come see you one day. I swear to it. Or if what would be really cool is if um, we could ever, I'm like thinking about some kind of retreat and you got me thinking about Mexico was, how was Mexico by the way? If you come to Cabo, if you guys are listening and you'd like to come to retreat in Cabo with us, we will put that together. Um, Yeah. I got all the hookups there. We could make it happen. No problem. Holy shit. Yeah. Let's do it. We could do like get our podcast audiences together or something. Well, I don't know, but that sounds awesome. Um, and this is just another example of just asking like this, how cool would that be to like merge our worlds and get to hug on each other and drink and like just put toes in the sand and shit. That'd be so awesome. Um, but this, the podcasting has gotten me into in front of so many people and lately I've been like let's do this and let's do this and like actually that's a great idea and I'm like well shit it was just an idea in my head and you you think it's cool so that's pretty cool but we're gonna let everybody go let them know where to find you um I know that you have a lot of stuff going on how can they work with you like all the details just before we go yeah so I hang out mostly on Instagram at Jessica Bergio just my name you can find me on their ECC and then my website is also jessicabergio.com. You can check out all the stuff I have on there. And if you're interested in more of me ramble, I have my own podcast called the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast, where I put out new episodes every Wednesday and Friday. Um, and it's very similar to this. We are just sharing and talking. A lot of it is beauty industry focused, but it's really for the either accidental entrepreneur, creative entrepreneur, early stage entrepreneur, wannabe entrepreneur. My cousin's in corporate accounting and she loves the podcast. So it's just me keeping it real on there, bringing you guys insight to help you hopefully push through the limiting beliefs and the fears that keep us stuck and hold us back. So I do offer coaching one-to-one and all of that good stuff too. So whatever it is you need, just reach out, send me a DM. I'd love to connect with you. I always love meeting people that are into more from me. So don't, don't hesitate to say hi. Yeah. And you are as real as they come too. I fucking love that about you. You're like perfectly, you have the perfect amount of masculine energy and the perfect amount of feminine, which I'm very mad. I'm like, I'm a very masculine female too. Like, don't let the earrings and shit fool you. I'm just making an effort. Um, but she's, she's just amazing. I, I actually, I'm, you're like on my list of people to work with at some point. So. I can't wait till we create something. I think we need to hear from you guys. When you hear this episode, if you love it, repost it on social media, tag both of us with the hell yeah, let's go to Mexico and post like a little spicy margarita or something. And uh, we'll put this together based off what you guys want. If you want it to be like a woo woo kind of retreat, we can do that. If you want it to be, you know, health and fitness related, we could do that. If you want it to be just like relaxing with your girls, you can put that together too. So tell us what you want and share it on social media with other people. If you want to listen to all of our crazy chit chat. Oh my God. This is going to be so good. Yes. It's going to be so good. Yes. Thank you for coming. Um, I'm glad I, I'm glad we got to get together. I know the last time we had to reschedule and then we were both running a little late. So this has been awesome. And 
I will talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye, Jessica.